talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. Welcome to Fight Club, guys. Welcome to Fight Club. As the secret's out now, um, we're really excited to be here with you all today just to kind of, you know, talk about different things with business, discuss ways that we can help you during this time frame. And, you know, the really cool part about this uh, panel, about this group is we're all self-employed individuals. Um, I myself am self-employed, but I also work for a marketing company. So I kind of play two different roles. Um, so we'll kind of take some time to kind of go around, explain a little bit of background on who we are and um, then go into really what we're doing here, why we're here to help you and how we're gonna accomplish all this for you week after week. So um, to start off, I'm Taylor Maroney and um, I work for Mr. Pipeline, Internet Marketing Service. But outside of that, I also own a pressure washing company with my husband. So really exciting to get to see both ends of the spectrum. Um, I really live in it on a daily basis for both my clients as well as my husband and myself. So um, I definitely think I can bring a very unique aspect to this group as to um, the ins and outs of the marketing for small business owners. Awesome. How about Martha? Where are you at, Martha? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Martha's stuck in Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I was sharing this. Um, so I'm next. Yep. Go. Okay. It's all you. <laughs> so the purpose and what we want to accomplish with this, well, let me back up. Um, because some of you may not know me. Uh, my name is Martha Woodward and I own Quality Driven Software. I also own a service business. And then I have a course called the um, Culture Turnaround. So my expertise is going to be in the employee management area. And what we are hoping to gain from this group, because we know there's a ton of groups out there, but we plan to help empower you to transform your business during this tough time. Not only survive, but really with all of our different expertise, give you the tools to come out even stronger than you were before you went into this. So it's about it's about fighting and it's about <laughs> turning things around and being stronger than ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so my name is Megan Likes, and I am the founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online, where I educate and empower small business owners to know their numbers so they can financially rewarding lives. And I also own an accounting firm. I'm a CPA. I usually say that like under bated breath because, first of all, nobody believes me because apparently I'm too friendly. And second of all, uh, <laughs> most people are afraid of their CPAs. So, uh, yeah. But, and I also own a window cleaning company, window cleaning and gutter cleaning company based in Northern California. So just like Tay said, we, you know, we're all bringing a different perspective of our expertise to this panel, to this group. Um, but we're, we're, we have in mind in the back of our minds, our service companies, because we own field service companies. And uh, I don't know about the rest of the ladies, but my window cleaning company is my favorite business. Like it's just my baby and it's fun. And it's hard right now, like super hard. We have had the hardest month. And so we were trying to think of a way that we could come together to help our friends and to help our peers and to help our industries um, fight through that hard together. Um, and I, I'm just super excited because I feel like we're like a little bit like the superhero tribe of women that are just going <laughs> to like, you know, teach all our secrets. Like we're not going to hold anything back. And we really know that we're stronger together and we absolutely collaborate in our own daily lives and businesses. So it's really fun to think that we get to do that live uh, with all of you, our new friends and businesses. <laughs> so yeah, that's me and here. Welcome to Fight Club. <laughs> I love it. And I am Michelle Myers, and I run Pink Collars along with my husband, Doug, and we do remote customer service rock stars. So we are the secret weapon behind a lot of home service businesses, um, providing both front and back office support daily. 
and we have employees all over the country. So it's been a really interesting perspective to watch the regional changes as this uh, COVID crisis has kind of swept the nation. And I've been really um, on the front lines with a lot of our owners and talking about um, their gratitude that they have a remote team member, uh, the, the pivoting that they're doing in their businesses. And I'm just super excited to kind of bring those skills to everybody and share best practices that we've been able to utilize in our business that I think every home service business could help, could help be helped by. So that's why I'm here. And I am excited about Fight Club. It was one of my favorite movies, <laughs> I must admit. And so I'm thrilled that, um, that we all got together. And again, we're a collaborative group and I'm happy to be here. So again, Michelle. <laughs> well, thank you so much everyone for kind of taking a moment to introduce yourself. Um, hopefully you guys in the audience have definitely had an opportunity to see what our backgrounds are and where we're coming from. Um, it's coming from a very um, sincere point of um, help and wanting to guide you all through this time period. So hopefully you can see that through our nature and we're covering an array of businesses an array of business owners that we're helping. And with that, we cover specific areas ourselves. So not only am you know I covering the marketing side of things, but we also have Megan with the management and money side of things. You know, also um, Martha working on employee and operations, you know, management side of stuff. And then same with Michelle, really covering how to virtually and you know be able to you know overall help your business owners operate on a daily basis throughout this because we don't want to lose sight of you know, operating with normalcy throughout all this, because it's definitely going to be a situation to keep people sane, to keep your employees sane and keep your business running as smooth as possible. So this opportunity is really going to be casual conversation. Um, we want to do it on a weekly basis to be able to connect with all of you and discuss how we can help you fight for your business during this time, because it's super essential that right now more than ever, you really put that throttle down and fight as hard as you can to keep your business up and running. But not violent fighting, just to be yeah. clear. When Michelle yeah. says her favorite movie, I feel like she tricked me. It is so violent. But I love at the same it. time, I feel like we're pummeled. Like as small business owners, we're getting beat up. It does feel like a fight, but we are not encouraging physical fighting from this no. group. I don't think. <laughs> just to be clear. Um, but but why are we doing this? Like, what what is the point? So you know who we are, you know why we came together, but like, what is the goal of these weekly meetings? We know that there are a lot of lives going on. We know that there are a lot of discussions happening. We know that you are really busy in your business right now. So why should you take an hour out of your and listen to us? And um, And we think you should because we're here to give and we're here to serve. And we're here to educate you and we're going to stay in our lane. Like we each have a really interesting and unique perspective to business. And I think together we just provide the full picture, right? The full picture of what you could be doing right now when it feels like everything that you're used to doing is not available to you. We're going to give you our tips and tricks very, very generously because we, we are you. And we want to help you. Um, and we're going to be organized because we're women and we have an agenda and we're going to be succinct and we're not going to waste your time. And we're going to just, we're going to plow through some pretty amazing content um, designed just towards the field service businesses. Um, our goal, as Martha said, and as Tay said, and as we'll continue to say, our goal here is to educate and empower you, to empower you with knowledge so that you can be less afraid. You can be more confident. You can, you can feel like you've been propped up and built up after this fight. Um, we're going to transcend some fears in this group. And uh, we have together, as the four of us have been discussing over the past couple of weeks, we have. And so we're looking forward to sharing with you. And my last cheesy fight club references, we're going to help you <laughs> neutralize the burn. I think that is where we're coming from. We're going to neutralize that burn together. So, but I think, I think just like any fight club, we have some rules. We, we got to follow our rules. Do we have rules, <laughs> Michelle? 
We do. We have rules. And it's fun that you chose me to do the rules because I'm such a rule breaker. <laughs> I mean, it's so fun <laughs> and ironic that you chose me to do the rules. So um, the rules will be not only on our Facebook page, but in our Facebook group. Pardon me. They will be listed there so you can review them afterwards if you don't grab everything now. Can we pause um, for just a second? Sure. Where yeah, is please. your Facebook Live? I can't find it. Our Facebook Live is on our um, page. It's on our Facebook page right now. I couldn't. I couldn't Are we sure? Yeah. That's we're live on Facebook right now. Go check because, look, I'm on it. And <laughs> you don't Trisha, see it? Tresha is looking at it and... I looked. I, we can't find oh, it. No, it's not on here right now. No, it's our first time. We're going to be really organized and succinct next time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Remember how we had two? Is it on the other one? No. I like two. I, but now, if I. Okay, so we got. I have a oh, couple of my team members from my oh, office are sharing and watching. Um, so it's yeah. definitely. On is that you are to talk about Fight Club. Um, you are to talk about this group. You are to share this group. You are to open about this group um, and get excited about this group. So talk about Fight Club, please. Uh, the second rule of Fight Club is to share Fight Club with a friend, a friend business owner, a friend colleague, a friend vendor, a friend supplier, a friend anyone, um, anyone that you think could benefit from this group. So please be sure. Um, to follow the second rule and share um, the fight club. The third rule, if someone says stop or goes limp or taps out, we're going to be here to pick you up and to prop you back up. So that's really an important part of the process is that you will go through some emotional things. You will go through some challenging things. You will go through some um, transparency in yourself. And so we want you to know that if you say stop or you go limp, we're going to be here to prop you up and pick you back up, no matter what the topic is. The fourth rule, everyone is welcome to Fight Club. Everyone. And that's men, that's women, that's uh, all kinds of business owners, different types of business um, companies, different types of vertical business, you know, sort of industries. We want to make sure to cover everybody within the Fight Club. The fifth rule is no limits to your personal growth, and that's serious. So we really want to empower everyone to grow in this process. The sixth rule of Fight Club is no attitudes and no egos, and so we're really going to watch out for that. The seventh rule of Fight Club is Fight Club will go on as long as it has to. And that's really exciting because we're really all very hopeful that this COVID crisis is a temporary thing, but we know that Fight Club might go on afterwards, and we're really happy about that. The eighth and final rule, if this is your first night at Fight Club, you have to share. And that goes for daytime, too. So if you're here for the first time, please jump in. Please let us know how we can assist you. Please participate and engage in the group. It really is all about all of you members. Um, rule followers, breaking the rules. And the last thing that I have to check in and have to say is the most important rule is screw the rules. <laughs> no, I don't think you're supposed to say that. <laughs> and I feel like we got the first rule wrong. Isn't the what? Fight club Talk about like, Fight Club. I know, but traditionally, like traditionally, that's breaking the golden rule. It is. It but is. Causing a lot of, a lot of, um, but it says right here. Yeah. You're supposed to talk about it. Rule break. <laughs> I love that you printed it out, like Miss Virtual Office printed out. I did. <laughs> I did. I have to have this in front of me. Come on. <laughs> I love it. Well, what's, so what's the mission, Martha? What's the mission, Martha? What are we? What are we trying to accomplish here? So, I touched on it earlier, but what we're trying to accomplish is, I think. 
we have a unique opportunity to help really anyone because you may not need help with systems, but you need help with marketing or you need help with your financial situation or employee management. And we have all the bases covered. So we can lend expertise in systems, employee management, marketing, finances. So whatever you need, we are here to help you. And our mission is that your business is going to be better than it ever was. It is about fighting. I, you know, like it's been mentioned, there are a ton of groups and there just are. And so you're sitting there thinking, ah, another group. But this is going to be different because never have we had a group that I know of where we have all these bases covered with experts in their field. Then not only experts in their field, but experts who are trying to sell you something. We are here to help you. And we're here to take that business that's suffering right now, I'm guessing, <laughs> with our times, and make it bigger and better. And when things open back up and you can go full throttle, you are ready to go full throttle. And so we're excited. We are all givers and we want to help. And this is our way to lend our expertise. And you tag in, you tell us what you need help with, and then we're going to help you solve that problem. It's so exciting because I feel like we're kind of a dream team. I mean, I'm a little biased and partial, <laughs> but it's really exciting. Um, and I think that we want it to be like an open conversation. So if you have a question that's kind of brewing, you're like, oh, I'm stuck on this marketing thing or Ugh, I can't figure out this operations thing or I have these employee issues or, or bookkeeping or whatever it is, just drop it in the chat. We're here to help. Drop it in the group. We're here to help. Um, yeah. And I think we're going to go through and we each prepared like a little something that we've noticed over the past week or couple of weeks that we want to share um, that we think will help you right now. Something that's actionable and relevant to your business right now for the next week. Tay, do you want to start? I'm, I'm excited to start. So um, as we've mentioned before, um, definitely based on the marketing side of things. So that consists of both paid advertisement and SEO. So your search engine optimization. So I'm sure all of you know, as business owners, I can talk for probably an hour to two hours on these topics. Um, but I'm going to keep it really short today just to kind of give you some points to make sure you're understanding as all of this is unfolding with this coronavirus and COVID-19. So we're in a very unique situation. Um, you're seeing right now that consumers are engaging online more than ever. And it's essential to make sure that if you're able to keep your marketing campaigns up and running, that you do so. And there's different ways that you can approach this. So whether you're, you know, starting with your ads campaign, if you're just a basic ads client, you only have Google ads or Facebook ads running, you know, take this time to really evaluate your campaign. Take a look at your radius as to how many users are being able to see your campaign. Are you hitting enough users? Are you getting enough search volume coming in? If that's something that can be adjusted, you can take this time to make those minor adjustments and then evaluate on a biweekly basis because then you're able to take that and say, okay, yes, we needed to expand our radius on our Google ads campaign. We went ahead and did that to allow a little bit more search volume. So more of our budget was able to be used since we all know search volumes down at this point, but it's also up for individual homeowners who are sitting in their homes, not having much else to do. So you want to make sure you're hitting those homeowners in the proper aspect. So Google ads is definitely one of those areas. If you're not running Google ads and you're running Facebook ads, you can take this opportunity as a branded campaign. So what I mean by that is not necessarily going after them for, you know, a service. You're not looking to, and you know, my husband's case, go out and pressure wash a home. You're not looking to go out and immediately come into contact with individuals on their home property, but you can build your brand. You can build your engagements, your likes, your viewership and be able to run a very minimal campaign. Doesn't have to be a very large amount. You can just do it for about a week. 
if you have the ability to throw about, you know, 50 to a hundred dollars to that budget, then you'll be able to grow your viewership, which over time grows the amount of individuals that are now seeing your Facebook posts that are organically being posted in the future. So it definitely helps you in the long run and sets you up for more success coming out of this because now you've increased the amount of people who are, you know, following you and being able to learn about your brand. So in addition to that, you know, there's always this big gray area about SEO. And SEO is very much something that I can recommend from the bottom of my heart, please don't pause. If that's the one thing you can do during this time frame, if you can just make sure you keep your SEO campaign running, it's very essential. And the reason for that is it's an investment for your business. So not only are you investing into Google ads or you're investing into Facebook, but those can be pulled back and turned back on at another point in time if necessary. And you won't really necessarily see too heavy of an impact from that. But if you're investing into SEO, this is a, a monthly, a you know, a quarterly, a yearly investment for your business, depending on how far along you're into it. And allowing yourself to pull back from that immediately starts to see your loss on your investment. You start to see your rankings begin to drop. You begin to see that you're not you know, getting as much brand visibility online. When, as I mentioned before, this is the most crucial time because individuals are engaging now more than ever on both social and search platforms. So if there's anything that you can take from today, from me specifically, I really want to make sure that you understand your investment for your SEO campaign and understand the reasons to keep it running. So a positive to, you know, some people that may be having to pause campaigns is also if you keep yours running, you're now allowing to set yourself another step forward. You're allowing yourself to get ahead of the competition that may not be in the same position to keep their campaign running, which I understand every business is very different. And we're here to fight for every business. But if unfortunately you see your competition start to drop off, even then more than ever, keep that throttle down. And if you have the ability you know, to adjust the additional Google My Business post or put more social posts out there about who you are and you know, we may have business owners on here that are um, in a service industry like, um, you know, hair. If you're, you know, offering haircuts or you do, you know, dyes for women's hair, which I definitely have a few grays coming in right now. So I know I'm going to have to be learning a tutorial at some point on this, but you can engage your viewership to join a tutorial with you or join a live session on how to cut your split ends or how to go about, you know, covering up those minor grays that are starting to pop up from the stress of all of this. So there's really unique ways to approach all of it. Um, so it's, you know, a lot that I can talk about on an ongoing basis, which I'll continue to do each week. But just the general um, kind of overall concept of what I want to get out today is just make sure you evaluate your campaigns, see where your money's being spent, and then see from there how you can A, improve that money being spent in those avenues. So, you know, optimize your Google Ads campaigns, you know, check in on your SEO campaign, see where you're you're already targeting, how you can improve that as well. Or just take the initiative as a business owner yourself and really push forward your brand because no one can do it better than you on the social platforms. Awesome. Thanks, Tay. I, we know we're doing it with our window cleaning business and we're seeing awesome results. Um for us, we've decided that we're going to like educate our homeowners home and we're very sneakily going to remind them of all the things that are driving them crazy while they're stuck at home on the outside that we can fix. Um, and so just staying in front of them regularly. And you just gave me some really good ideas today about how I should be growing my list because I'm finally generating content for the first time in 13 years that I could share that would actually bring in more customers. So I made a note and I'm going to do that this week and hold me accountable next week. Um, I, will. I will check in with you next week on that. Okay. Good. Thanks. Um, so I'm supposed to talk about finances, uh, and that's a pretty broad topic. It's also been a really hot topic. Um, I am a CPA working out of Northern California, and it is April 7th. I never thought I would be doing a live on April 7th, because usually at this point, I'm a complete zombie um, who's not sleeping and not eating and and drinking too much. And anyway, but still kind of true this April 7th. Um, but I've shifted gears because we have this really big hot topic happening right now called the PPP. Anybody know about the PPP? Hoping all of you know. I'm talking about the Paycheck Protection Program. And this is a loan, a forgivable loan, 
small businesses. I've never really seen anything like it. Um, the applications opened on Friday. Today is Tuesday. Um, and it's been a bit of a frenzy. It's been very chaotic. Um, Friday was just, it was a hard day um, helping all, all of my clients try and get all the information gathered so they could get their applications in and every bank's doing it slightly differently. Um, but I wanted to just share with you some practical tips real quickly about the PPP. Uh, number one is what is it? So the PPP is a short-term loan that the that the that Congress actually included in the CARES Act, and they said that we want to help employers keep their employees going. We want to help employers be able to continue to pay their rent. We want to help employers be able to keep their staffs on health insurance. And so they said we're going to give an influx of cash to small business owners. And we're going to help them meet those obligations over the next two months. And um, their theory is that they want to just help you keep the lights on, quite literally. So how the loan works is you go to your local bank, you go to who you have a banking relationship with, and you say that you'd like to apply for a loan. And you have to get some documents together, like your previous year tax return, your W-2s, your W-3, um, copies of your 1099s. If you're a corporation, our bank asked us to get all of our original like filings of our corporation, our entity documents. Um, you need to fill out an SBA loan application form. It has their own form online or something else, then you can fill that one out too. The form changed on Friday, which was um, a little bit of a, oh, hello. We'd already <laughs> filled out all the forms and we got to refill them all out. Um, and I, you know, I own five small businesses. Um, three of which have applied for PPP loans. And I service about, well, last year I helped 2,800 small businesses. Uh, on Friday, I tried to keep it to my top 25 clients. And I, boy, it's been hard. But the good news is I've seen all the bad things. So here's some good things and bad things. Good things. Bank of America has an online portal. Um, so if you bank at Bank of America for your business regularly, uh, that is a great place to start for the PPP application. Um, bad news is you have to also have a loan account with Bank of America, not just a checking account, but a loan account. Other bad news is Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo got in some trouble a couple of years ago. Uh, they got in trouble because they were opening bank accounts for people without their permission. And so they they got regulated, pretty heavily regulated. And those regulations affected them this week with the PPP loans. So um, they they were limited to $10 billion and they were able to process applications for $10 billion for the PPP loan in about 30 hours. So they snuckily opened up their application process into day Saturday and then they closed it by beginning a business on Monday. And so yesterday was a really hard day for Wells Fargo customers. Um, if you're a Wells Fargo customer and you did not get your PPP application in, um, there are other banks that will help you. And I will try and drop in the chat um, a link to a Gusto resource. Gusto is a payroll processing company. They've put together a list of all the banks of where you can go and apply. So I've told you what the loan is. I've told you what documents you need to gather to apply for it. You need to talk to your bank to actually apply. And I'm just going to encourage you to go do it. And here's why you should go do it. Because if you continue to operate your business, like we all would like to be able to operate our business, uh, at the end, like in 10 weeks or eight weeks or at the end of um, a particular period, which we're not entirely sure how this period is going to work, <laughs> um, but definitely by June 30th. So we know June 30th is a known quality. So by June 30th, you can go back to your bank and you can say, here's what I did with the money. And they will review your records, which you need to keep really good records. And they will say, wow, great job. You did what we intended you to do. You paid your rent the past two months. You paid your staff. You paid for their health insurance premiums. Uh, we're going to forgive this percentage of your loan, and you're not going to have to pay it back. And that's really cool, because if you do it right, that's free money. And I never say free, ever, ever. But this is free money if you do it right. Um, and if you have good records. Um, and so the, it, it can be forgiven. And then a lot of people have asked, well, I have to lay off or I had to close. What do I do then? So the intention is that you continue to pay your staff so they go, don't go into the unemployment system. But if you don't continue to pay your staff, um, then what happens is it doesn't get forgiven. It gets converted into a traditional loan or not really converted because it starts as a traditional loan. 
but you just have to pay it back over the course of two years. And it's at a really low interest rate, 1%. And I'm not missing a digit. I didn't forget a number. It's a 1% loan for two <laughs> years. So ideally you use that money to pay your rent and pay your staff and pay their health insurance and pay your utilities to keep the lights on. Um, but if you need to end up using that money for something else, uh, that's not the intention, but it would just turn into a two-year loan because we understand that things happen. Now, there's a whole bunch of logistics that I'm not going to go through here. Um, there's a lot of information out there, but I hope your takeaway from me this week is that you absolutely, if you think that you want to participate in this loan, go now because the money is going so fast. I saw that Bank of America had processed 177,000 applications, and I think that it was over $30 billion that they'd already given away. The total program has $350 billion, and that money is just flying out the door. And I think what made Friday stressful was somebody else has a Twitter account. I'm not really sure who it was, but they were like announcing like in the first six hours, they'd already distributed $2 billion and most banks weren't even accepting applications yet. So we were all like, ah, Ooh. so this week's a new week. It's a better week. We know what the game is. You need to go talk to your banker. You need to get your documents together and then you should be applying for that PPP loan. So we got a great question here, Megan. Um, Kimberly wants to know, she heard that there are penalties and that you can be prosecuted if you use it the wrong way. Do you know any um, kind of knowledge or background as to the validity validity to that question? I don't, I don't actually. So my understanding is the intention of the program is this. And if you, if you are not eligible to get the loan forgiven, then you will, um, it will, you will just have to pay it back as a traditional loan but very clear to understand the intention of the program. Um, interestingly, the program's actually available to self-employed people. So even if you don't have employees and you're not supposed to be able to apply until this Friday um, if you don't have employees, but my understanding is that uh, that it's a, it's a flexible program and they're, the underlying intent is they wanna keep you going. They wanna keep, um, and there's another loan program out there, but I'm, I'm not gonna get into it, but it's a disaster loan program and you should absolutely um, and then there are some uh, payroll tax credits, a bunch of really cool things to help incentivize you to keep your staff together. Um, so talk to your accountant, talk to your banker, talk to your HR attorneys, um, and just rely on your professionals. Yeah, absolutely. Michelle. Or great. Hey, thank you. Um, I really loved what Tay said, and I want to completely support her and what we see um, in, in our industry currently is that ads really are helping um, get incoming traction. And what a lot of people sometimes forget is they turn the ad volume up, but they don't have the support in-house to kind of support that. And so you really want to make sure that those two things are in conjunction with one another. The last thing you want to do is leave a bad first impression on not only new clients that are coming in or new customers that are coming in but existing customers. And so you really don't wanna do that. And having your admin and operations staff in place really will support that incoming volume. We have multiple clients now that are really, like Tay said, doubling down on ads. And they're actually even looking at their competition, reaching out to their competitors and absorbing some of their competition that is not able to sustain employees or sustain client support at this time. And I find that a really interesting perspective. A lot of people are retracting and some of the, you know, operators and owners that we're seeing are really engaging in growing at this time, which I think is really interesting. So the last thing you really want to do is change your customer support. You don't want to make that happen during this time because your customers really need to hear from you. Um, we find also that we have been doing a lot of outgoing support and outbound um, outreach for, for our clients. So phone, email, a lot of our customers are using a really inexpensive platform called Text Magic, and they're texting their entire database to remind them that they are there and that they have services and that they're, they're, they're present to do things. Um, we're also seeing a ton of following up on unclosed work. So all of those proposals that you've done in the last year, you should be calling and talking to each one of those customers. Again, every single person's at home. This is a perfect time to interact with your customers, find out what they need, find out you know anything that they, they, they need around their home that needs to be done. And, and our staff is really doing a ton of more proactive outreach at this time. And we find that that really does help 
the business. Um, so please don't let your customers forget about you. I loved um, how you, Megan, got Jeff on video <laughs> recently, and he did some video for his business. I thought that was awesome. And, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard. I've told a lot of our clients this past couple of weeks, get on a video, do a Facebook, tell your customers you're out there and let them know that you're around to continue working. So we really don't want, you know, that support to slip at this time. And that's really what we see um, happening. I have been very fortunate to understand <laughs> um, the finances a little bit. So I totally support what Megan said is that admin costs should be about seven to 10% of your overall top line revenue. And so it's really a small percentage for how much, you know, volume we can handle as an admin support. And it's really good to utilize this time to do outreach. So don't just sit and wait for the phone to ring or the emails to come in. You really have to grab and go and take take advantage of people being home now and just do more outreach for your customers. So we're really finding that the support role is not just incoming, but it's really a lot more outgoing now too. So that's really what I'm seeing happening. And I'm gonna pass it over to Martha. Okay. And uh, so, just a few tips as far as employee management goes during this time. We can all agree that employees are our most valuable resource, but they're also usually the hardest part of our job. And, um, you know, a few tips that I can give you is definitely over communicate. And I'm sure you've heard that, but it's so true. Whether you're continuing business and your employees are going about business, but most likely in a little bit different way than you go about business on a, on a regular day. So you have to keep communicating and um, not only talking about the new procedures in this time, but also you really need to be checking in on their well-being. And I know for some of you, you just, it's just, I don't want to do that. You know, <laughs> I am stressed and I can't handle, you know, uh, coddling my employees. But here's the thing. They're stressed too. They don't know, you know, what the future holds for them either. And I understand that we as business owners feel like, somebody who's an employee has way less stress than we have as an owner, but everyone's feelings are their feelings and they're valid. And so you really have to watch you discounting their feelings because you're stressed and you can't deal with it. You know, uh, you have to wrap your head around the fact that it is so important that you show up for them. And I know you probably don't have the energy for it, but you're going to have to find the energy for it because they need to feel like in this scary time that you were there for them, that, and you don't even have to have it all under control and, and you don't even have to act like that. Um, but you do need to be confident that if you don't have the answer, you're going to figure out the answer. And I believe in doing regular check-ins with my employees. So we have, even though in the maid service, we have been deemed essential. We did stop business for a while because, well, I kept checking in with my employees and they were willing to keep going, but they were very anxious. And I made that tough call that, you know, it really was, I don't want to say a calculated decision, but in part, it was a calculated decision that I needed to support them. And I'm here for the long haul, not this short term. And so this was my way to really show up for them and um, say, I got your back. If that's what you want to do, we will do it. Now, I am not in any way advocating that that's what everybody should do because I hear of businesses that 
their employees want to work. They want to keep going. And if I had had that situation where they felt comfortable, I absolutely would have kept going. But um, you need to listen. You do need to listen. And if you are operating remotely, where they're not coming to the office now and um, you really don't get to see them because of social distancing, get creative. And that's, you know, Michelle operates remotely every day. Um, and I kind of do as well, although normally we're coming into the office, but we weren't coming into the office. And now certainly when they're not working I don't get to see them. So get a Zoom account or get something where uh, Zoom is probably one of the only businesses really prospering right now. Um, <laughs> True. I tell you, uh, like a little stock in Zoom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, get some kind of account, Zoom or whatever. Uh, they don't hold you to a contract. So just do it for as long as you need it. But have a weekly face-to-face check-in with your employees because, you know, you may have Slack or a Facebook group or something like that that you will communicate and check in with each other through text, but that does not replace seeing body language, seeing facial expressions, and just the connection piece. So yeah, it will be new technology, I'm sure for most of your employees, but it's pretty simple. You follow a link and follow the instructions. They can do it. Though I really recommend having that kind of connection and uh, fleshing out any kind of problems that you see. Um, I'm a big believer. If I see body language or I see a facial expression and I like their words say one thing, but their facial expression or body language says another, I'm going to flesh that out right now because they're thinking it and you need to know it. So communicate, communicate, communicate. And honestly, this, if you don't have great employee systems, now's the time to get them and be stronger and better than ever. Mm-hmm. And it is also the time to really evaluate the staff that you have. And is this a staff that you want for your bigger and better? And I, I do see in groups people talking about well, this employee is saying this and this employee, and it's really an employee that I wouldn't want to keep on a good day. So, you know, I think now's the time, man. And it's this is the time to rebuild. So that's all I got. <laughs> I have a question. Are you communicating after layoff? Yes. So you're, you're keeping them kind of close and just checking on them and hanging yeah. out? And what I do is I check in and it's, um, you know, how in that mental health group have that little heart thing and how are you doing? So I just a couple times a week check in and say, how's everybody doing? And, um, and I am emphasizing. So here's the thing. I have a really strong employee culture. And for those of you who don't know me, I live in another state. You know, I am 90, 100 miles. I don't know. I moved offices, haven't clocked it. But so I am able to stay very connected with my staff, um, even being very remote. So we've all, you know, I've always operated fairly remote anyway. So I am not afraid that they won't come back. Well, and I love that you're still calling them your staff. Like, I think that's been our identity oh, crisis, right? Like, yes, yeah. I mean, it feels that way, but it also doesn't feel that way. And it's like, ugh, it's just, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, um, yeah, I just, in fact, so when I check in, I check in and see how they're doing. 
I'm telling them, enjoy your time up because man, when you come back, I'm going to work you. To, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know yeah. I really am. I'm like, you know, we talk about a lot of them are gardening or um, one of my employees has horses and well, farm animals. And she's talking about all of the things she's doing. And I am saying, that is awesome. That is awesome. I so want you to, I mean, because, hey, none of us ask for this. And they shouldn't feel guilty if they're enjoying their time. I mean, this is what we've been dealt. And so since I did make the decision to close, hell yeah, enjoy your time while you're off. But when you come back, man, we are working. We are working hard. And I'm also talking to them about, um, you know, I am every now and then kind of talking to them about what I'm restructuring or kind of, um, so I haven't marketed for years. Sorry, Tay. Um, but <laughs> I, I no, that's why she's here. She's going to teach us all our ways and yeah. we're going to yeah. all change yeah. our ways. Okay. We're supposed yeah. to grow and learn from each other. So Tay, <laughs> no, we're, yes, I also haven't marketed for years, but that's why you're here. So we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so I told them, I said, I've actually been um, working on my marketing plans and I'm kind of renewed about it. And, uh, and so I told them, not only will we come back, but we're going to come back bigger and better than ever. And we're talking about like our summer party and, you know, I want them to be thinking I'm absolutely coming back and I absolutely will have a job and we're planning ahead and just looking forward, you know, and uh, not, not the poor pitiful me. We're in this terrible situation it's hey enjoy it this is what we're going to be doing rest up get ready because we're going to go that's, that's such good. a great mind good shift stuff. such yeah, a great that's great it is absolutely well i think we want to just like open it up for general discussion if anybody has any questions for us or if there's anything that's bugging them or that they're wanting to know um i think that now's the time and it looks like marlo wants to know about the ppp um, so I'm just going to preface with this. I'm not a lender. I'm not a banker. Um, I am an accountant, but I am not your accountant. So I'm going to offer generalized advice, but you should absolutely talk to your own professional, um, with your questions. So Marlo's question is, can I submit the PVP at multiple banks and then go with the one that contacts me first? So no, you're, you're only allowed to apply for one PPP loan. Um, now a lot of the banks have these letter, like these inquiry forms, I think that it's okay to put in more than one inquiry form, but I would just be really sensitive because these banks are processing a ton of applications. So, um, you know, I, I wouldn't go crazy with the inquiry forms. Um, but once you actually fill in the SBA application, I think that's it. You should only submit one per one, one period to any bank. Um, and Marlo, if you got your letter of interest in from Wells Fargo, that's, that's a good sign. I think, um, so I would just continue to communicate with them. But if you got in in that short window, then I think that I think that's a good sign and you might want to just hang tight. But if you want to put in your interest inquiries to others, you can. Um, but I would not, would not submit more than one application. Um, I want to go back to the comment about if you can get in trouble. Um, you can absolutely get in trouble if you fill out the wrong information on your form. You can absolutely get in trouble if you uh, try and ask for forgiveness for something that you're not due. So just mm. stay honest. Um, and if you stay honest, then and you know that the intent of these programs is to help you, then I think I think we're all going to be okay. But yes, you will get in trouble if you lie. You will get in trouble if you try and game or cheat the system. So so don't do that. But yeah. Okay. So, well, like the, um, there's another question here for all of us. Um, Mara would like to know what each of us are doing um, in creative ways to make sure we're keeping our company cultures um, really alive through this remote time frame. Well, I think I've answered that. So I'll defer to you all. 
Um, I started, we work on Slack. Our entire team works on Slack. And so last week I felt like there was a little bit of just not, not sadness, but just a little lack of energy in the group. So I picked his favorite song on um, my music app and got my kids down here. And we did a full dance party video for my staff with my children. And we just ripped it up. I was laughing and goofing off. And I started a, a music channel on Slack. And so now every week we have to nominate someone for making a video. And so one person in the staff has to like goof off, make a music video of themselves and then post it on that channel. And they thought it was hilarious. So I really thought that was helpful to kind of cheer people up on a Friday. So that's what we'll do every Friday is uh, dance party Friday. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I also really want to see that video, Michelle. So yeah. well, I had to make, a, <laughs> I make a complete fool out of myself. But it was awesome. I loved it. I did it right here, like right here in my office. And they loved it. They just loved it. So it's and great. you know what? The reason that that went over so well is anytime we, as business owners, the boss, can be vulnerable with our staff, they recognize that vulnerability and your willingness to give of yourself. Yeah, and that really pulls them in. So yeah. that was that was you know, I always think. Some of these things are calculated, I know, because sure. we're trying to get a certain outcome or win points. But, you know, it is, it's just brilliant to pull them in and create that family bond. Yeah. Yeah. They loved it. I sent the song to a few of my friends too, and everybody was laughing by the weekend. They thought it was a fun time. So it was good. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I feel like I've struggled uh, with my accounting firm to, I've, I've been very low energy. I had one of those hundred hour work weeks last week and um, the emotional intelligence of being a grown up was just like, no, too much. I just, I can't be a boss right now. So uh, I apologize to my staff. I, it was a survival mode week and um, <laughs> I'm glad that most of you are still with me and, and weathered that storm. Um, and Martha, that was just a really good, like, this is not about me. This is about a much bigger picture. And I need to just be a grown up, even though I just want to go back to bed. Um, I also, I'm not a morning person. So <laughs> this is like, and I'm in California. So this is early. Um, <laughs> so many things. I work till one in the morning. Okay. Anyway. Um, but with our window cleaning company, my favorite business, uh, we have a very strong culture, thanks to my dear friend, Martha Woodward. And uh, yesterday was a testament to our culture and to how far we have come with our culture. Um, so we laid all of our staff off about four weeks ago for window cleaning, except for our operations manager, well, not manager, but our office manager, um, because like Michelle was saying, uh, we, we were on the phones. We were calling clients. We were not letting any leads fall through the cracks. We were like staying like top of mind as much as we could. And we needed somebody to help us do that. Uh, so Tammy did not get laid off, but our technicians did. And we shifted our marketing, very organic marketing. So I'm excited to start doing some paid marketing now that I know what we can offer and what services we're going to be doing. Um, but anyway, we started getting a lot of calls, so we had to rehire. And I was very nervous that when I offered back a job to these staff that they were not going to accept it because they actually were making more on unemployment than they were making working for us. And so yesterday was a big day and it was a little bit scary and we felt very vulnerable. And uh, we were very excited that the staff that we offered to come back accepted. And so um, Colt, now is the time to stay in front of them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Jeff is a much better boss than I am. So I will do better this week personally. And I'm really proud of him for for what, what we've built. And, you know, I'm really grateful to Martha because the, you know, the training costs to bring on new staff is an added stressor. And so being able to re-engage people that were already trained and um, yeah, we're thinking through how to keep them safe. Yes, it's a totally different system. And Jeff, he's able to write that now and he's able to make it, make it safe and make it okay and make it structured. So yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited because we identify as employers. And when you're, when you don't feel like an employer anymore, we had this like identity crisis. So Martha, another mindset shift from you that they are still our staff, even though they technically aren't working for us. And, um, and we're going to oh, stay sure. because we care about them. Yeah. So 
Absolutely. I would say um, on our side of it, um, it's my husband and I for our pressure washing business. So I've been kind of kicking him in the rear end and making sure we're getting some, you know, engaging activity, whether it's, you know, him waking up, going for a run, um, just doing something self-care wise. I'm really big on self-care, um, especially in a time like this, it really affects your mental well-being. So not only am I doing that with him to promote our business, but I've also brought it to Mr. Pipeline as well. So we kind of do a wellness check. We just make sure that, you know, whether it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes a day, you know, take time for yourself, you know, take time to understand your feelings. Like Martha said, you know, accept that your feelings have value, you know, whether it's journaling, I like to kind of journal at the end of each day. Um, I just really like expel all of, you know, what happened that day, any anxiety, any, you know, fears, any anxious, you know, anxious, like worries, depression, whatever the case may be that I'm having and feeling that day, I just put it on paper. And then it's amazing the relief that comes over your, your, you know, your whole entire being once that's out on paper and it's out of your mind and you're able just to progress forward. Um, and then I like to run. I told you ladies last night, um, I'm a runner. Um, so I went for, I go for a run in the evening and again, just take that time for myself and it will build so much great mental health value for you in this time frame, and really set you up for even more success when we come out of this. So as we kind of check in, you know, I have some, um, employees who, or I should say some coworkers at Mr. Pipeline who take the time to just spend it with their family. They like to do a family board night, board game night, or they do a family plan dinner every night. Um, and that's their time for self-care, self-family value, all that stuff. Um, I have another coworker who does walks on a daily basis on our lunch break, and it just brings her back so much more energized and excited to still be working. Um, so to me, I, we're really focusing on self-care just to make sure that you're mentally well during this time frame. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so are we going to give homework? Cause it's almost the top of the hour and we said we're going to be timely. <laughs> yep. Like in fight club, they give homework and we're not going to tell you to go pick a fight with somebody. I don't think that's going to be our homework assignments today, but, uh, we are going to tell you to go pick your homework. We're each going to give you an option of something that you could do to better your business this week based on our areas of expertise. And we would like to see you pick one and execute it. And we'd like to hold you accountable. So next week we want to hear what did you do and how did it go? Um, So I think we've been kind of going in sort of, Tay, do you want to start? Do you have a piece of homework? Yes, Um, absolutely. So my homework is check in on your campaigns. If you have a marketing company, um, chat with them, talk about areas of optimization. It doesn't have to be a really in-depth phone call. Um, You know, just give them a shout, see how you're doing, see if there's any areas like we said on the ads front or SEO that you can improve on, even in the smallest, smallest bit doesn't have to be too crazy, but it allows you to take that next step to then be able to look deeper into your campaign and, you know, continue that optimization throughout this entire process. Awesome. Um, And from a financial perspective, um, explore the PPP loan. So, um, for most companies, it's going to make a lot of sense. And so I want you to evaluate that for your company. If it's not something you've considered yet, talk to your accountant, call them. And I know they're busy and I know it might take a day or two for them to get back to you, but call them and talk to them about if this is the best option for you. And if it is apply, because I think the money's going quickly and I'm not trying to put fear mongering or like scare you, but I think the money's going quickly. And so I think that time is kind of of the essence. So that I think that would be my homework this week is to explore whether the PPP is right for you. And if it is, then apply. And I would say utilize your existing staff, your admin staff to make any outgoing overtures to your, to your customers, whether it be text, email, uh, phone campaigns, just really get to them. Like, uh, like Megan said, be top of mind to your customers. So utilize the staff that you have to generate more incoming call volume, incoming email volume, really be an outreach person at this time because every business needs to really be a proponent for themselves at this at this moment for sure and i would say to look at your current employee communication are you communicating enough are you communicating um, through zoom or something where you can see them and are you asking how they're doing so you need to make sure you've got that validation piece that they are important as well. It's not just your feelings, it's their feelings too. So wherever you're weak in your communication, 
pick one thing to do to improve that. I like it. I like it. So let's recap. Uh, what, I'm going to say a one-liner. Look at the PPP. Michelle, what, Marte. Make outgoing calls, emails, or texts. <laughs> Evaluate your campaigns, ads, or SEO. And step up your employee communication. All right. Awesome. So we want to help hold you accountable. Um, so we have a Facebook group and we'll drop the link to the chat. But if you want to join us, that's where we're going to be hanging out. So come find us and ask us your questions. Um, we are putting together a pretty awesome Fight Club welcome kit where we are generating some pretty awesome free content for each of our areas of expertise. And Tay is assembling it. Thank you, Tay. <laughs> we're working on it. We're excited. He's so cool. And every time she's like, oh, yeah, I have a graphic design degree. No big deal. Oh, yeah, I, I can do that. No big deal. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even understand that language. <laughs> no. Uh, anybody want to share our quote of the week? I think every week we're going to share a quote with you from Fight Club. And um, we have one for you this week, I think. Anybody want to share it? I can do it. Go ahead. You do it, Megan. Okay. <laughs> So only after disaster can we be resurrected. And I feel like this has been a disaster, a big disaster, but we're here to help you fight. And we are going to come out of this way stronger in way better shape than we went into it. And uh, the four of us are here to help you. Yay. <laughs> so excited. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, let's sign off. Thanks, ladies. We'll see you next time. Connect with Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club for Business.